Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 30th of September, the end of the month, the end of the quarter. So we might see some window dressing in places, but certainly a little bit of index rebalancing as we head into the last quarter of the calendar year. Now for the day in US markets last night, we saw back to negativity again after snapping that six-day losing streak yesterday uh, with that big short covering rally on the Bank of England move. It was back to normal operating procedure today with the Dow Jones falling 458 points or 1.54%, 29,226. It had a low of 686 points down, so at least it was off its lows Uh, Its high was down 170 points, and certainly our futures market was down 23 points, which doesn't seem too bad in the big scheme of things. But bear in mind yesterday as well, we did see the Dow futures down around 180, 190 points as we went into the close, and we lost about 20 points there to close the day up 93. So uh, there's lots of noise going on, lots of toing and froing, but uh, the index does seem to be still in that downward channel as we go along. In NASDAQ, we had 314 points wiped off the index there, down 2.84%, 10,738. And in the middle for Diddle, the S&P 500, 36.40, down 79 points, or 2.11%. And as you would expect in all this volatility, the VIX volatility index was back up again, having lost 7.1% the day before. It was up 5.5%, to 31.84. We had declining stocks in the US outnumbering rising ones within the S&P 500 by nearly 12 to 1 ratio, and all 11 S&P sectors declined, led lower by utilities, which were down around 4.1%, and a 3.4% loss in consumer discretionary. So no good news really there. Treasuries were weaker, though off worse levels, and the dollar index was down 0.4 of a percent, well off earlier highs, um, but fairly quiet from an economic data perspective, although we did see some news uh, coming out from the UK, as has been uh, very much the focus in the last few days. The UK Prime Minister, uh, Liz Truss, uh, defended her government's unfunded tax cuts on local radio and some of the interviews that she conducted over a one-hour period with a bunch of local radios was somewhat excruciating to see the, say the least. Certainly doesn't give much favour in the UK government at the moment. Looking at uh, other reasons for the Dow, well, it was back to normal really in terms of the sentiment. And we also saw uh, a little bit of data coming out. Jobless claims at a five-month low in a sign of continued labour market resilience. Weekly initial jobless claims came in at 193,000 for the latest week, well below consensus of 216. So it does seem the US economy remains very resilient despite the rate rises, despite the US dollar strength. Uh, Fed officials have been arguing that uh, labour resiliency may mean the economy is better able to withstand rate hikes without tipping into a recession. So that's something to bear in mind. Looking across to commodities last night, we had Brent crude easing off slightly, down 0.3%, cents to 88.79. WTI down just over 1%, 0.2%, 
1.83 of a dollar, 83 cents to 81.63. Gold price pretty much unchanged. In commodities, uh, certainly some uh, some good news there for commodities. Copper was up 1.2%, nickel up 5.3%, big bounce there in nickel. Aluminium was up 2.8%, zinc up 2.1%, lead up 1.8%, and tonne down 1.25%. In iron ore, that was pretty much unchanged as well. Looking at our mining stocks, BHP and Rio in ADR form, that's American Depository Receipts. Uh, BHP was up 0.64%. Rio having a pretty good night in ADRs, up 2.4%. And other miners, Freeport, McMoran were up 1.1%. Alcoa up 06 Tech up 5.6%. Anglo up 1.1%. Glencore up 1.3%. Arbomile in the lithium space down 45 So that may have some ramifications for some of our lithium stocks going forward. In European markets, well, Porsche debuted last night on the German stock exchange and uh, 82.50 in euros was the IPO price, top end of the range. That's where it closed, having hit just above 86 euros at one stage. Uh, The stock 600 closing down 1.7%. So they didn't even rally on the back of that US rally that we saw on Wednesday. So uh, clearly the sentiment in Europe is well and truly on the nose. Uh, FTSE was down 1.8%. That is well and truly on the nose. Labour are now 33% ahead of the Conservative Party in the polls. That is extraordinary. Uh, That is an unprecedented 33-point lead over the Conservatives. Um, In a poll released on Thursday, 54% of people asked backed the Labour Party against just 21%. Still sticking with the Tories, and that's just got worse in the last week or so since uh, Liz Truss and her Chancellor announced that uh, very courageous minister, that plan uh, to uh, invigorate the UK economy, which clearly has fallen on very, very deaf ears indeed. Uh, Germany down 0.7, uh, 1.7, France down 1.5, Spain down 1.9, and Italy down 2.4%. Looking across to other U.S. stocks last night, uh, Apple coming under a lot of pressure at the moment, as were Tesla, uh, both uh, seeing retail investors, it appears, deserting those and throwing in the towel. That is the theory. Apple was down 4.9%. That follows on from a broker downgrade there, a very rare downgrade, and cutbacks in production for its iPhone Basic, the new basic version. Meta down 3.7%. Google down 2.6%. Microsoft down 1.5%. Amazon down 2.7%. Tesla had a 6.8% fall. Netflix down 2.2%. US banks also under pressure. We had JP Morgan down 1.7%. Citi down 2.3%. And Bank of America down 1.3%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 5.4%. So giving back all those gains from the previous day, so not good news there. In the bond market in the US, they were back on the ascendancy in terms of yields, the two years up to 4.19%, 30 years, 3.71, and 10-year yields up six basis points to 3.77%. So that is a big, big number there. And uh, 30-year mortgage rates in the US are now above 7%. For the first time since mid-2008. 
7% for 30-year mortgage rates in the US. So that is a a big, big number. In terms of gold was unchanged. We talked that one. But uh, other headlines last night coming out of the US. Putin is uh, to annex seized Ukrainian land. And the UN has warned of dangerous escalation. Why is that a possibility? Well, when it's annexed, it becomes part of Russia. So any fight back from Ukraine effectively is an attack on Russia. And that does tend to escalate things considerably. Uh, The Ukraine has called for an emergency meeting of security chiefs. And Biden has said the US will never recognize Russia's claim on Ukraine. That uh, is uh, a moot point, I guess, if Russia recognizes its own claim and then deems it as an attack on its own territory. German inflation at its highest level in over 25 years. And in the US, Hurricane Ian has hit Florida. Massive power outages and the death toll as yet unknown. But Joe Biden says it is quite considerable. So US should be prepared for a high number on that death toll. And also quite major disruption to power supplies and infrastructure in Florida for a little while to come. Global shipping company Maersk will begin to slow the pace of its container ships as it tries to lower fuel costs after sailing at full speed. Now, these container ships were sailing around the world at full pelt because of the supply chain issues and getting things to the right place in the right time was crucial. But now with fuel costs far higher, it is now slowing down the pace of these ships traveling around the world to try and save fuel costs. In the US as well, Meta Platform's chief executive officer, the Zuckerberg, has announced sweeping plans to reorganize teams and, importantly for the market, reduce headcount for the first time ever. Meta down 3.7% on the back of that. And Micron Technology is the largest US maker of memory tips, and it gave a weak forecast for the current quarter uh, So uh, not good news there. In terms of local news coming out this morning, uh, there is not an awful lot. We do have a public holiday in New South Wales on Monday. So Monday will be pretty quiet. uh, And today maybe a little bit of book squaring, a little bit of um, September quarter end uh, rebalancing as well. So there could be some uh, weird moves at times, especially going into the close. And volumes may be a little lighter ahead of a three-day weekend, effectively. And, of course, all the volatility that that brings with the U.S. uh, set to deliver some more data as well. So that is going to be an interesting uh, day in store for us today. But certainly uh, down 23 points on the SPY is showing that maybe things won't be that bad. Although, um, as I say, yesterday we did see a, a weaker Dow feeding into our index as we went to the close. And as a result... Uh, We have already factored in some of the fall in uh, our market. The US dollar against the A dollar still hovering around 65 cents. So no big moves there for the US dollar, which has been, well, the strength of the US dollar has been a massive factor in global markets at the moment. Massive dislocation of capital as money has been flowing into the US dollar And as a result, emerging markets and other economies around the world have been forced to put up their exchange, uh, well, their interest rates to fight exchange rate deflation. So that is certainly something to bear in mind. In local news, Tyro have been presenting to their private equity buyers uh, with Mike Cannon Brooks has agreed to sell his 12.5% stake to the private equity guys in the absence of a 25 cent higher offer. The current bid is 127. 
So clearly Mike Cannon-Brooks thinks that 152 is the right price for Tyro. It is holding pretty firm there, but as the clock ticks away, obviously the ball is very much in the private equities court. Treasury Wine Estates yesterday announced that uh, their new wine in China, called One by Penfolds, which is made in China, has gone on sale there. It costs 50 bucks a bottle and even comes with its own QR code on the back of the bottle, which includes cool emojis. Well, at least they say they're cool emojis, which allow people that buy the wine to post those emojis on WeChat and subtly embedded in those emojis is advertising for Penfold. So very much keen to establish Penfolds in China again with money or with wine that is actually made in China. They're also prepared to uh, put in wine from France and the US with some uh, one by Penfolds wine heading towards China uh, from France and the US very shortly, again at 50 bucks a bottle. And S&P Global, stating the obvious as usual, has warned on churn and pressure on Optus market share following the data breach. Hardly a surprise, something we talked about yesterday. Telstra should be the big winner from all this turmoil, that's for sure. And finally, question of the day today with Porsche trading for the first time in Frankfurt yesterday. And there was a massive campaign on Facebook to buy Porsche. I didn't actually buy Porsche shares. I was hoping there would be some sort of shareholder discount if you bought the shares to buy the car, but apparently not. So not for me. Uh, the stock closing at its offer price of €82.50. Euros. Did you buy poor shares? Did you get uh, sucked in? I'm not sure sucked in is the right word, but did you get interested in this IPO because of all the Facebook ads about this, which was the biggest IPO coming out of Germany for a long, long time since Deutsche Telekom. And Porsche is now the sixth largest car company in the world. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.